This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Happy Monday, everybody. And Hi. welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We are doing That's things a little name. weird. Um, we both decided to go to Hawaii with Lori, so we are broadcasting <laughs> remotely from Hawaii. Um, and so we just need to do a little on-air production, and we hope everybody will bear with us. Uh, Grant, is everything sounding okay? Everything sounds great from both of you guys right now. Yeah, you're both pretty even-keeled on the sound, so. Okay, awesome. that never if, happens. If for whatever reason that changes, let us know. Yeah, I will. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Anyway, so we're doing things that we just want to let everybody know. We know we sound a little bit weird. We're doing things a little different this week. Uh, bear with us. We might have some kinks. There might be some oh, hitch hey, in the giddy up. Well, listen, we promise weird stuff on the Colleen and Bradley show. Always. Um, anywho, uh, but that's not why we all joined here. Let's let's just get down to brass tacks, okay? Okay. Let's, let's get right to, to the celebrity news of the day. I wanted to close the loop on a story that we kind of followed, and Bradley... Um, you had brought it to us. Uh, you were giving us kind of the real-time updates about Max Chmerkovsky, the Dancing with the Stars pro, who was stuck in Ukraine. He's actually from Ukraine and was having difficulty uh, getting out of Ukraine with the conflict there. Um, and we know now that he's home, right? Absolutely. And there was a very emotional reunion with Peter Murgatroyd, who's, of course, I think they're married, right? Because they yes, have a they kid together. But I didn't know if they were married. Um, it was a very emotional reunion. If you follow him on social media, you will see that he has been posting relentlessly about what the people of Ukraine are going through and trying to marshal support and help for the people of Ukraine. So if you're, you know, if you've been paying attention to that story, he's a good follow on Instagram. But yes, it is, you know, night and day compared to where he was just a week ago. Absolutely. So you you mentioned he's married to Peter Murgatroyd, also a Dancing with the Stars pro. And the two of them do. And I actually, time flies, I guess. Their son, Shy, is five years old. I had no idea. Oh, wow. In time my mind, fly. Yeah, he was still an infant. Um, but uh, Peter Murgatroyd did write a very emotional post on her social media about their reunion. Um, and I'll read just parts of it because, I mean, she gets real real about her feelings um and and i'm not trying to say that um there's anything wrong with her feelings about um the conflict in ukraine right now she but she just got real real about him but for her part in welcoming her husband home she said i've never hugged him so tight shaking and forever grateful now it's time to heal she said we cannot go back to our normal our lives are forever changed we have a new normal and that's okay um, and you know, she, they both vowed to continue to help, um, 
the people who are uh, suffering from uh, the conflicts in the Ukraine right now. So um, just to, but but just kind of bringing it all full circle. He's back and they are resolved to be supportive of his friends and family members who are still in Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. And they're not alone. Uh, no. And to that end, Bradley, um, I know you are and we are all very excited, but you are particularly excited about um, what we are launching today in partnership with Alight, who's also a partner of yours. Do you want to share with us what's going on there? Yeah, so I know if you have been listening to my talk for any length of time, you know that uh, I have had the pleasure of working with the people at Alight. It is a Twin Cities-based nonprofit organization that spreads out around the world to help displaced persons. Sometimes you hear the term refugee, but mostly um, these are just people like you and me. And as you've been seeing the people in Ukraine, um, you know, going through the same experience where one day they're living their lives and then the next day they're forced to leave everything behind. And so uh, because of that, that organization, Alight, has been able to respond um, all over the globe whenever there are humanitarian crises. And I've been able to see firsthand what those crises look like, not obviously in Ukraine. But when I learned last week that my talk was going to be partnering with Alight, I was super excited for two reasons. One, because in this moment, I think we can all relate to the feeling of being overwhelmed by the world around us and paralyzed as a result, right? <sighs> Don't even you get me say started. That. You can say that twice. So when you feel that way, I think the best way out of that paralyzing feeling is to do something. And so that's exactly what's happening with my talk and alight. They're partnering in order to support the people of Ukraine, to meet them where they're at, which in many cases is beyond their own borders now because they've been forced to leave their country. And alight literally has teams of people. On, I could talk about alight for hours, so I'll just I'll just end this and I mean, you answer can do any it for questions. Five minutes. I'm here for it. <laughs> you know, just a ask any questions you have. But the partnership will all of those funds will directly help the people that are fleeing the war in Ukraine. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that Alight literally is working with people on the ground right now. We're gonna hear from one of them later in the show who's gonna tell us about that work specifically in Poland. Um, but your contributions, and you guys, can I just give you a heads up? Yeah. Up to this point, because when you're ready to give, head to mytalk1071.com. The leaderboard right now stands at, since this morning, since the morning show kicked this off, mm -hmm. this partnership with Alight, $6,645 oh, has, wow. has been raised by just 84 of you, which means we have so much further to go because I know there are so much more than 84 of you listening. So we have a goal. That goal is 15000 It would be amazing if we kicked through that goal today and beyond um, so that the people on the ground in places like Poland and Moldova and the surrounding countries outside of Ukraine are able to meet people where they're at, helping them do the doable, which is, you know, the words that a light lives by. Um, can you, I, I, first of all, I love this. I have chills. I, um, I would love to give a hug 
to every single one of our amazing my talkers who always shows up when we ask you to and um you know if we're asking you to show up it's because um there's something going on in our world that needs attention and that is um and that is when we all mobilize and we do the doable as you always say and as our friends at Alight always say Bradley can you give people an idea Again, I know you've been, you've had the fortune of um, traveling with a light and being in situations that the majority of American people are not um, exposed to or, or don't get the opportunity to see. What are some of the ways that a light will go about meeting people where they are and helping them? Um, like, what kinds of things will they do? Literally whatever they need. And by that, I mean everything from like, hey, do you need toilet paper, medicine, clothing, all of those basics and necessities to healthcare, shelter. And it all depends on the different areas, of course, because different areas have different needs. Different people have different needs. So there's not just one blanket, cookie cutter, one size fits all response to these issues. That's one of the beauty, uh, the beauties of the work that Alight does is that they have people on the ground who've been doing this for decades who can go in and say, hey, what do you need? Not just, hey, here's some stuff, but literally what do you need to be a whole person? And honestly, it can be as simple as I said, as the basic necessities, or just giving them opportunities to have dignity and respect. Because imagine what you would feel like if you were forced to leave everything you had tomorrow and had to go to a completely different place that you were unfamiliar with in a setting that you never saw yourself being in. That's a huge emotional, physical burden mm. and reality that you're now dealing with. A light helps lighten that load by at least taking some of the things off of your plate. Because of course we know that in this situation, like so many, I mean, these, these situations have been going on for decades. Mm -hmm. This crisis that we're talking about today is so important right now, which is why we're paying attention to it. But this could continue to go on for weeks and months to come. So um, this, is, this is not just a <clears throat> excuse me, momentary response. This is something that Alight will be working on for a while. Ongoing, and, and you um, are wonderful. My talk listeners are able to help that, again, by going to mytalk one oh seven one. Dot com. You cannot miss it. It is right there on the front page. You click on it, um, and it is just a couple clicks away to give. If you've been, and who hasn't been, um, moved by some of the um, personal stories, certainly not just what we are seeing on the news about kind of, you know, a, a high-level notion of what's going on there, which is devastating in and of itself. But, you know, I don't know about you, but I yesterday I saw a video of a lot of families in a shelter together mm -hmm. and a little girl singing um, mm -hmm. Let It Go from Frozen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we cannot imagine where we are right now, what that is right now and what their needs are. But we can help get people's needs met where they are. And I can tell you just trust and because I've been working with a light on and off for the last, oh gosh, it's probably been almost, I would say four years now. I yeah, can't remember years. Uh, when I first got to, to, to take my first trip to see the uh, work that a light is doing. But what I can tell you, and here's what you can trust, they will do good by your contribution. So you do not have to worry one bit that your money is being used in any way other than to help those people directly where they're at, whatever they need. 
it's going to happen thanks to you. So it's an easy way. And so therefore, feel free to carry that forward into your own life and share that with the people around you um, because that will just grow. The support will grow. So, you know, I can tell you to trust them. You can then tell them to trust you. And pretty soon you have a bunch of people trusting each other. And I know that sounds, you know, a little uh, Pollyannish perhaps, but the world becomes a better place as a result. So if you would spread the word, we would be immensely grateful. And I see on your face, Colleen, Mm -hmm. I think what you did was what I did uh, a few moments ago and (laughs) refresh our donations page. Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. Again, you guys are just so wonderful. Um, I think we've grown $1,000 since we started talking. Um, With just a handful of people. That's all. So everybody keep doing what you all do so well, and we will continue to um, bring you the stories of um, the wonderful people at Alight and the good that they are doing out in the world with your help. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, from the good that we are doing in the world to the dirt of the world, all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Grant is going to bring us a dirt alert after this on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Well, our friend Grant is joining us with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Grant. What's up, guys? How you doing? You You know, know, hanging in there. We're good. Yeah. You know, you sound good. So that's all that matters. (laughs) Hey, look, in this job, that is all that's required, honey. Yeah, we showed up and we sound good. That's all that matters. You don't got to look good. Well, you know, trust. that's true. You don't have to look good. But you know what's doing good so far this weekend is Dolly Parton's new book. It's number one on Amazon. Did you guys see this? Uh, I did not no. know her and new book not, came out. I what? need to download it five minutes ago. Yeah, her new book is called Run Rose One, and it's uh, debuted as number one on Amazon over the weekend. It, uh, so number one to, as of today. Uh, there are also a, there's also a 12-song Run Rose Run album that accompanies the book, you guys. But this is the interesting part about the book. So the book... It it basically it it shows the dark side. She she expressed that it shows the dark side of the music industry. It's a story about a girl wow. who chases her dreams to Nashville, but then realizes what comes along with it might not be what she always thought it would be. You know, so okay. So this is a fiction. Book. It's a fiction, yes. But the, it but the the person who was interviewing Dolly about this over on Friday, he had asked her about it, and she said, you know, he asked her, did you experience this a lot? And she said, yes, this plays into a lot of what I experienced as a musician coming through Nashville growing up. So she said she experienced a lot of the same things that Rose experiences in this book as well. So it's a fiction, okay, well, but playing off of her. Okay, I here's... Am, I am now downloading it to Audible because the... Here's... The narration looks really cool. Go on. Okay, so that's the question I had. So, because I love audiobooks, is she going to participate in the reading of this narrative? Let me read you this, okay? So, I'm looking at it right now because I'm downloading it. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right now, thank you, Grant. Yeah. Narrated by first name Dolly Parton, but then uh, Kelsey Ballerini, mm. James Fohey, Kevin Collins, Peter Ganim. So there's a bunch of people, I think, that take part in the narration, which makes it sound like there might be some um, dialogue and back and forth, which sounds interesting. But Dolly Parton's voice will be in that, and uh, I think we'll get that music. So I love that. I'm all for mm, like performancey, audible narrative fiction. So yeah, that would be a great read. What's that called again, Grant? It's called Run Rose Run, and uh, she said you'll see all of it in there. You'll, she'll talk about how managers will try to rip you off. You'll see how people try to steal your songs. They'll con you. They'll do whatever they have to do to get your stuff. And she said she's seen it all. So it's a perfect idea of how to get it out there for everybody to kind of understand well, what I, it's going, what it's like going through it all. And I just trust a story like that from Dolly Parton because she's such a positive force um, that to hear her tell the story of the darker side, I, I just I feel like it's going to be held lightly Mm-hmm. And it's going to be told with great truth and also respect. I was going to say a not um, sort of hand, sensationalized and you know wailing and gnashing of teeth. Like yeah. you just know that when she shares pain, it is a pain that she's comfortable sharing, which means that it's a real pain. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so yeah, we'll have to check it out. I'm gonna you know check it out myself here. I'm not a big book reader, but I'm gonna have to check that one out too. We're big fans yeah, of Dolly. Audible. Yeah, Audible. Yeah. That's the best part there. Well, have you? Are you guys a big fan of the show Million Dollar Listing at all? Do you watch that? Uh, no. Uh, I like expensive houses. Me too. Me too. <laughs> but well, unfortunately, we can't all afford those, you know. So, but ditto. Uh, there's a little interesting story, and I just want to bring this up because I thought it kind of re- it bleeds what you guys always talk about. So, page six learned that the million dollar listing, Los Angeles, uh, the star broker Josh Flagg is divorcing his husband Bobby Boyd. Now, this is the only reason why I bring this up is uh, apparently they had been separated for a long time. But Bobby or uh, Flag wrote, and he th- I thought this was funny because the story came out Friday night. He said, "I thought this might sound abrupt, but I felt that I should be transparent from the top rather than bury the headline." You put this out late Friday night. Yeah, you wanted to bury the headline. You wanted to yeah, bury right. the headline, but literally, yeah, we're not dumb. He, yeah, he literally starts his conversation about that. I thought that was funny, and so um, yeah, it's just um, oh, Grant, you know us. Yeah, you know that I thought I'd bring that right one to you that. guys because I was like, come on, man, you're trying to mm-hmm. bury that kind of lies. stuff. Lies, all lies. Well, moving on from that one, Wendy Williams, you guys, you know, has been quite the uh, situation with her show and who, you know, getting it's being taken over and. Now there's the whole situation with her ex-husband. I'm sure you guys talked about this a little bit last week. Bradley, did you get a chance to talk about how her ex-husband's suing the show right now? Yeah, it's which is really fascinating and strange because when we saw that Kevin Hunter was going to be suing, you know, essentially her through the show, it was confusing because last we heard, Wendy had hired some of his attorneys at one point to help defend her in a case against or i should say a case by wells fargo to check on her Mm -hmm. uh, wellness so it it just seemed like there was a mixing going on it just leads me to believe that there is something not good happening where wendy williams wealth is concerned if you know what i mean okay i'm sorry but i missed this chapter of the book Oh. oh so um i didn't know that kevin hunter was suing okay yeah so he's basically 
Yeah, Something smells. He's saying wrongful dismissal, and Grant, you'll correct the record, but I think if I remember correctly, he was um, saying it was wrongful dismissal. He shouldn't have been fired, and he's going to get the money out of her, the show, however he can. Yeah, he wants 7 to $10 million, and he says that he has proof that he played a significant role in developing a lot of the different segments. For example, the shoe cam, hot seat, and he has emails. He's got receipts now. This all came out this weekend, over the weekend, that he's got receipts proving that all these parts of the show were his idea, and he was wrongfully let go, and so he believes that he should be paid for what he provided for that show, and also proving that he was wrongfully terminated. And that's he's asking for seven to ten million dollars in economic okay. loss due to his termination. Okay, I, listen, I'm fine with this. Like people need to protect themselves uh, and what is owed to them in whatever way they need to. All I'm gonna say is something smells fishy, and it all smells fishy on a big pile of money, and. <laughs> If I were if I were a person, which I am, I would be paying close attention to where Kevin Hunter wants to get his grubbies on some dollar dollar bills. That's all yeah, I'm I was, gonna say. Thank you. I was gonna say it doesn't smell like fish, it smells like cold hard cash, and Kevin mm-hmm. would like seven million of it. Please right? Yes. Minimum. Yes. Well, Oof. one more before we go quickly here, you guys. Looks like the Osbournes are leaving LA and they're gonna leave the United States altogether and they're saying Taxes are too damn high here. Tell me what that really means, you guys. What's what? Why are the Osbournes leaving L.A. and getting out of the United States? Um, attention, well, I think, is what I heard. I think job opportunities <laughs> have waned recently. <laughs> Sharon, that's funny you say um, that. It says as perhaps. for Sharon, lots of opportunities have uh, lots of opportunities have popped up in England. Not so many around town. So yeah, and you know. good luck with the tax situation. Unless you're moving to I don't know. Um, I don't know where you would go, actually, that the taxes would be less. Yeah. yeah. I love that she's using that as an excuse. That's all. So. Yeah. Nice Grant, try, Penny. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Dirt Alert. When we come back, Brad, uh, Bradley's going to give us some blind items. We're going to try to solve them uh, in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this. Well, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley Show. On My Talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to tell Grant, if you will mute your microphone on your Google. Okay. We're doing fun things today, you guys, uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, Doing things a little different. There's Bradley. Um, And Bradley, today you are going to bring us all of the pop culture mysteries uh, from our friend (laughs) NT Lawyer. Well, the ones that you've decided you've deemed appropriate. Uh, For this little segment, we call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Yes, these are juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. And today, playing this wonderful game, none other than Team Cobra's own Colleen Lindstrom and Grant. Grant, thank you for playing. You guys are going to do wonderful. And even if you don't, we're going to have a lot of fun regardless, okay? We always do. I am committed to that. The power of positive thinking. All right, I'm going to start with this first blind item, which comes from our friends at crazydaysandnights.net. If you think this married talk show host slash actor has changed his life since his first marriage, he hasn't. He still cheats all the time. Ooh. Talk it amongst yourselves. Hmm. Okay, he's a married talk show host. He's been married more than once. Oh, Nick Cannon? Slash actor. Nick Cannon? Slash actor. No, it is not. Give yourself a buzz, but that is a good guess. Okay. Oh, that was a really good guess. Okay. In fact, okay. I would say, Grant, that if I were the one writing these blind items, I think you're probably onto something. But 
that's not who the majority of people think in the comments at crazydaysandnights.net. Okay. Is it like a is it like a nighttime uh talk show host? You know, not in the way you're thinking. So no. Okay. Like okay. not a like this is not like a late night experience. Okay. Did you recently okay. get put on a show as a new host? That's a great question. I'm not aware, but I will tell you, I don't really follow this. Per- I would follow this person, but for a totally different reason. I'm just thinking, oh. Jer- I hope it's not this person, but Jerry O'Connell. It can't be him. It can't no. Be, no, he's no, no, it's no, not no. Jerry nobody, O'Connell. Nobody, nobody, nobody would cheat on <laughs> How Rebecca dare you? Right? I will happen. say <laughs> exactly. this, won't, this won't be a surprise, meaning we've heard rumors that this person has been um, getting out there. Infidelicious before. Okay, okay, okay. Again, okay, okay, okay. talk show host. Think more like uh, somebody who's always up for Maury great hosting. Povich? <laughs> no, you fool. <laughs> no, but you're actually close in the letter that you just used to say his first name. Mont- mm, it can't be Montel. Okay. I'm thinking Montel. Mm. It's not Montel, thanks to the 90s call. <laughs> I know, right? No. Mm, mm, so it starts with an M. So think about, I was going to say, think about people who are always up for a good hosting gig. It might be a show, but it might mm. also just be an event. Or mm-hmm. maybe it's like, and don't forget, he was an actor. He maybe still acts. I'm not sure, but you would know him mostly for a role he w- he played in the 1990s. Mm. Wow. Okay. Like huh. when you say like a host, like he hosts things like uh like maybe award shows and stuff or like yeah, um, on occasion maybe, but like he's a working host. Like this dude if you he he Mario talked to- Lo Pez. There you go. Mario Lopez. Ding, Mario ding, Lopez. ding, ding. I knew it was in there. I just had to like dig deep into my Save by the Bell <sighs> yeah. closet. He's a cheater. Okay, huh? so no. just to reiterate for the audience who uh, was like, what, did you, what were you even talking about? <laughs> if you think Mario Lopez has changed his life, says Empty Lawyer, since his first marriage, he hasn't. He still cheats all the time. Oh, gross. Gross. Mario. Yeah. Mari, no. AC. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't you expect AC that from AC Slater. Slater, though? He was too cocky all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say again, if you if you follow Enti Lawyer's blind items, he has suggested this before. So hmm. let's do another. Oh, Ooh, let's do it. Blinded by the item. Again, crazydaysandnights.net gave us this blind item. This is confirmed, meaning there's a name attached, or actually multiple names and places. You'll figure it out. The muse slash actress has been trying to get a photo with the illiterate reality star. Mm. Okay, so that would be Julia Fox and Kim Kardashian. Yes! Uncut Joms. Yes. yes. Julia Fox has been trying to get a photo with Kim Kardashian. And it says in the confirmation, um, even though they didn't mention it in the blind item, that this was at Milan Fashion Week. Oh, my God. I can't even. I, oh, this woman, this thirsty... Oh, just like a fly... Thirsty woman. A gnat in the summertime. Can you imagine Kim just being like, really? Just yeah. leave me alone. Like, yeah. I don't have time for I don't this. Have She's time not going to do you. it. Well, but I wouldn't put anything past Kim Kardashian for a, the sake of attention. That said, I, I find this to be highly doubtful. 
I mean, she's busy showing up in, you know, um, tape in Lori and Julia's outfits from, you know, the early 2000s. From the early 2000s. It would be a fun way to dig at Kanye, have her go out to dinner with her and just start hanging out. And Kanye's sitting on the sideline. It'd be kind of funny, though. You got it. Mm. No, not liking it? No. Well, I mean, don't forget Kanye's moved on to another Kim Kardashian lookalike. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll write another. I bet Julia Fox would have better luck getting a picture with the Kim Kardashian lookalike. Oh, that's true. And if I were her, I would do that and post it like it was Kim Kardashian and throw all sorts of shade. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're talking. There you go. Okay, let's let's roll another one out. All right. The wife of this A slash A minus list actor thinks another baby or two is the solution to their PR problem. (laughs) Hillary. Yeah. Yes, the wife of this AA list actor is, of course. Uh, Alec Baldwin is the actor. Hillary Baldwin is the wife. Hillary slash Hilaria, as you guys might know her. Hilaria. That's what she wants you to call her. We won't. (laughs) We refuse. Uh, Apparently, Hillary thinks that another baby or two is the solution to their PR problems. Oh, my gosh. Woman. Wow. If that's the case, I would just say, ma'am. You have bigger problems right? than PR. Can I just say, like, yeah. your husband might be legally culpable for yeah. murder. Yeah. I would maybe not be adding more mouths to feed to the table. I'm not yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Oof. Mm-hmm. Never good. That was a good one. You're, you're Listen, doing great. Sh- yeah. We Well-oiled machine. We're just clicking. I will just say, I will just say on the Hillary topic, she will be showing up in our D-bag segment today. Just in case you need to scratch that itch. <laughs> oh, good. I always love scratching my Hillary itch. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> she is like a gnat bite. She is. Mm-hmm. Oh. You got another one, trainer? Of course. I do. So much. Yes. Okay, you guys. Here's another blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Don't believe the hype. The illiterate reality star wants nothing to do with being a conservator. Of her ex. Oh. 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 Talk amongst yourselves. Hmm. Okay. The A. What? Give me the stats again. The A literate reality star. Reality star. The A literate reality star wants nothing to do with being the conservator of her ex. Okay. Is are we talking about another potential conservatorship? You know, I tried very uh, briefly t- to find where this is coming from based on what the um, what the blind item is alleging, mm-hmm. but I don't have any major details, but we can speculate. Again, a lit you're gonna don't overthink this. A literate okay. um, celebrity mm-hmm. conservator of her ex. So think about just illiterate reality stars with an X. Um, Chloe Kardashian. No. Am I in the right family? Yeah. Courtney oh. uh, Kardashian. No. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Oh. What? Okay. Okay. Sitting okay. out there in the middle of the room, just waiting for you to figure it out. Yes. No. Oh according gosh. to this blind item, and this, I was like, what? What? What did I miss? Yeah. yeah no don't. Kidding. 
don't believe the hype. Kim wants nothing to do with being Kanye's conservator. <laughs> now, I looked on the Googles. I did. I went hit the Googs. Hit up the Googs. To see if anybody was even talking about this. And all, oh, here we go. Gossip Cop, two days ago. Kim Kardashian, I just didn't search conservatorship. I just did oh, okay. conservator. Kim Kardashian from two days ago. Chris Jenner allegedly planning to put Kanye in a conservatorship over Pete Davidson fo- uh, f- food. Feud. Food? <laughs> food. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cute. <laughs> But that's just, you know, according to the blind item, that's just ridiculous. That is, I am interested in this, and I will keep my eyes peeled (laughs) for more conversations. Anybody put that tinfoil hat on, girl. If anybody's got the power to do it, Chris does. I mean, she can can make anything happen. Yeah, Yeah. I would not cross that For better or worse. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious, no. Wait, okay, I'm not even going to... Okay, really quickly. I just want to quickly say something I saw yesterday that I realize is going to require some context. Do you remember when Caitlyn Jenner did a show, I Am Kate? And Caitlyn had like a whole crew of trans women in her army of friends. And that was sort of what the gist of the show was, was like them traveling around and um, like, I don't know, meeting people and doing things. Well, one of those people is a woman named Jenny Boylan, who's an author and an Mm -hmm. activist and all kinds of stuff. Well, last night I was scrolling through the Twitters. I hit up the tweets and um, (laughs) I saw Jenny Boylan had posted a picture of her with Kris Jenner. Mm-hmm. And I immediately uh-huh. thought, I want to know more about this. And it was submitted with absolutely no comment. So That's interesting. Well, I know. I, so I'm a little curious about that kind of, you know, intersection. I will just say in closing, I think that the consternation or problems between the two of them were probably qu- quickly ameliorated. Like they, they came to a better place when they went their own directions you mean caitlin and chris yes and so i would not be surprised in the least if chris continues to help manage caitlin's career i think she does but what's interesting about it is jenny boylan and caitlin jenner kind of had a falling out so that's the other piece of that that i find fascinating all of it is interesting that is my gossip for the day i have nothing more than that just kidding i have tons more because we've got like (laughs) more than two hours left of the show when we come back we do have some gossip uh shamila a little publicationship that we've liked to follow there is zombie publicationship now 
Well, Camila Cabello is talking. Let's mm-hmm. hear what she has to say. Bradley's going to tell us after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, Grant, you're the best. Thank you so much uh, for that. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey, Bradley, before we talk about that zombie publication ship, Shamila, I just wanted to give a quick update because. Um, we have been, uh, we, we talked a little bit about it in the first segment. We're going to talk about it a little bit more in the third hour. But we are partnering with Alight to raise money uh, for the people of Ukraine. And our listeners are so flippin' generous, I cannot even. Have you looked at the wonderful work they've done? Yeah, I was able to give an update during the break, um, during that live spot. And it was uh, oh, 82 hundred dollars given by my talkers since we started talking about our partnership with Alight, based here in the twin cities who's doing that work over uh on the borders of ukraine 105 you have given since this morning eighty two hundred dollars crazy since like six o'clock this morning yeah. that's yeah. like just over six hours you all amaze us uh keep up the great work and thank you thank you thank you to everybody who has donated if you want to donate go to mytalk1071.com uh you'll see it right on the front page just click on that and uh it's a couple clicks away to just uh throw some money in the kitty and if you want to learn about any of the work they're doing specifically other than what you hear us talk about and the people that join us to talk about it, share, um, just go to Alight's website, wearealight.org, and you will see directly firsthand the kinds of things that they're they're doing right now. I love it. Thank you so much. Okay, now, on to the frivolous things that we love to talk about. Uh, a publication ship. Bradley, what is a publication ship? It's a relationship for publicity. And the one we are focusing on in this moment is a zombie publication ship, which means it's dead, but we're still talking about it. This one we call Shamila. Yeah, basically, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello continue to use their for- now former relationship for headlines. And that's exactly what I saw over the weekend when I saw this story about, quote, uh, Camila Cabello explaining why she and Sean broke up in the first interview ever about her split. Hmm. So she did a, a, an uh, interview on Apple Music One's new music daily, and she attributed the breakup to, uh, well, actually, before I tell you exactly what she's saying, because yeah, trust be me, we're not getting a straight answer. So don't act like or don't expect to get one. But before I even give you the word salad that she gave in response to this question mm-hmm. about why they broke up, what did we know up to this point about the end of their relationship? Uh, that it was a mutual decision that they uh, discovered that they still loved each other, but they were better as friends and that their friendship would continue. But their romantic part of their rela- relationship relationship would be ceasing. Yeah, so just very like flowery and noncommittal or descriptive, right? Here's what she said, quote, My priorities have fluctuated, and my focus has changed throughout my life. Those years that we were dating, I don't even feel like, even while I was writing this album or even still now, I guess, my focus is really on how can I be a well-rounded person? And apart from my career, my focus wasn't even really on my career. I mean, this album literally was a tool of me becoming a more well-rounded person, acquiring intimacy with collaborators. That was my number one intention, was not even like, how do I make the best album and the best music? My number one intention was like, how can I just make music with people that I bleeping have dinner with afterwards? Okay. But what? Do you have any idea what she's talking about there? Honest to God, I don't. I lost the plot like in the first sentence, I think. 
It goes on. Honestly, I, as I read this, I was like, I still don't think I understand. Okay. And same thing with those years we were together. My focus was just how can I live a happy life in a healthy, happy relationship? I was doing therapy a lot. My focus has really shifted. And even now, while I'm in promo mode, honestly, I'm not having any fun. What's, or if I'm not having any fun, what's the bleeping point? I think as I get older, yeah, the priorities shift. And I feel like that was that way for both of us. Okay, so there, maybe just a little bit, you get a tiny little bit. Our priorities changed? Okay. Um, She says about her first two heartbreaks that she was devastated, and her mom was like, you're devastated now, and you'll be devastated the next time this happens to you. And then you're like, oh, my God, how am I going into experience this again? So, okay, maybe she's kind of saying she was heartbroken. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like uh, like real heartbreak. It just feels like she's dancing I mean? around it. Yeah. Right. Because if you are, well, for, okay, two, th- three, th- maybe two, I don't know. You count them when they <laughs> start come Start with one. <laughs> Let's just start with number one. She's promoting new music. Okay, yep. that's number one. Number two is, and the new music she is promoting is allegedly about their breakup. But number three, and perhaps most importantly, if you are a person who's deeply affected by the end of a relationship such that you are moved to write music about it and you are trying to promote the music that you've written about your heartache, one would think you'd maybe have thought, especially as a songwriter, a little bit more about how to make that heartbreak sound like it is as heartbreaky as your music is trying to make it sound like. Yeah. And honestly, I'm going to hold up a friend of ours, your friend and mine, Adele. When she wrote an entire album about her divorce and she sat down with Oprah, she, she, she talked about the reality of the heartbreak of divorce in an intimate way. And I understand Camila Cabello is not chronologically as mature as their friend Adele. But also, she didn't say anything, which yeah, to me I, is confirmation that none of it was real. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and if whatever was real, we're just not getting it. Again, this was just word salad, and I can't eat that much salad any Mm-mm. one day at a time. No. Mm-mm. I mean, I love salad. Some of my best friends are salad, but that's too much salad for me. That was too much salad. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our question for you, what you watching? 651-641-1071. What are you watching?